Hey, this is Carrie Rodriguez, and you're listening to Win in Austin. Welcome back to Win in Austin, and this is our 2014 pre-South by Southwest show, trying to give you some tips and tricks and ideas um, of how to manage the event. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the music portion, um, which I know is when the city gets really busy. Um, so, Kristen, any tips, tricks, hints? Well, the main tip would be to RSVP for everything that you see. Um, if you're not on Twitter, get on Twitter right now. If you only use it for this time of year, it is absolutely worth it. Um, check my blog for a list of people that you should follow on Twitter. There's a few accounts that are very dedicated to updating you with very up-to-the-second news. Things change very quickly on South By. Um, What's your website? Uh, madbetty.com. Yeah, I saw you this week. You were tweeting that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to start RSVPing. So it's definitely that pre-South By, like, it's already happening. It is. There's a few parties that you can already RSVP to. Um, Red Bull, Spotify, the Gigia Grill, which is going to be at El Sol y La Luna. Hmm. Rocket Fuel will be at Clive Bar playing music. Um, Filter, which is an event on Rainy at four different venues, so lots and lots of music there. You can enter to uh, be in the drawing for the uh, iTunes Festival, which is at the ACL Theater, Coldplay, you know, the big name stuff. A little bit harder okay, to get so into. Okay, so you enter, because I was looking at that. I saw, saw it on Twitter, and it was... Lottery? It is It is for badge holders, and it, it's a lottery system, but if you use iTunes, you should have received an email from iTunes um, that you can also enter that way. So it's a simple, you know, fill in your name, submit, and... Maybe there's a shot in hell that somebody will get in. You might as well do it. Um, well, I noticed some of the big parties are taking RSVPs, but they don't even tell you the location yet. Those are the really, really, really good parties. It is, you know. <laughs> I mean, should I RSVP to something that I don't, I don't know where the hell it's going to be? RSVP to everything because you just don't know what is going to happen. You can, vote early, vote often. Exactly. Okay. You can use an RSVP service like RSVPster, and they will just go ahead and RSVP you to everything, and um, you pay for that. It's, I think the base level is 40 bucks, and it goes up from there depending on what event you want to be RSVP'd to. And then there's another service called ATX, shh, like a secret. That's five <laughs> bucks. And no longer a secret. <laughs> no longer a secret. City's, city's worst kept secret. Um, and they kind of organize it for you. So I think if you wanted to build out a schedule, it, it's very overwhelming. There's hundreds and hundreds of Yeah, things. if I can avoid thinking, I, yeah. I like that. So that is a good way to do it. Or, or you can just RSVP to everything that comes along. You'll be waitlisted for some things. That's fine. You know, we discussed that earlier. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get in. Um, Terry Don't forget up at to tell them, do not use your regular yes, email I saw address. You, like, yes. Okay, so yes. I saw you say that, and I was like, oh, yes, that's why, that's why I have that. So I should, yes. start, I should start a Hotmail. Yes, 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 I and have I a like, Yahoo account that I use for these things. It's not well. Exactly. Well, I got one of those. I should use it. Use your backup account for this, because you will get plenty of mail for the rest of the year. Um, and your life. And your life. <laughs> but it's, it's worth it. Hey, I joined MySpace again last year to try to get into the Justin Timberlake show. 
I did not get in. I deleted the account. But you know, right band-wise, that's still so many bands still use MySpace. It's like we're not moving all our. It's crap. a sacrifice joining MySpace. It is a, it an is. event you didn't even get into. It is. Yeah, but she. But sometimes it. you have to make those for South by. Like you have a chance of getting to see JT. Exactly. I would do it for JT. I don't think I would do it for Coldplay, but I would Hell do it no. for JT. <laughs> uh, Perez Hilton Party. It's another another big one. Um, March 15th, it's at Austin Music Hall, everybody's least favorite venue, but that's where it is now, unfortunately. So if you're into that, um, he always does get some big names there. It's a fun party. Fun fact, when Chris and I moved to Austin, um, we got into the Perez Hilton party when it was very exclusive, and it's because I uh, used some fake credentials to get us <laughs> onto the VIP list. And um, it was in an abandoned safe way that they just kind of rigged up for this party and um they had mirrored the walls and put lipstick everywhere so you could write on the walls and lipstick and there were dell computers all around dell helped host the party and uh they gave us vodka snow cones and all kinds of fun things um i'm sad to see how big the perez <laughs> right. hilton thing has become who were the performers that year <laughs> uh kanye west showed up what? Yeah. yeah no he gets big names like yeah. there's big gets yeah. yeah uh lady sovereign was probably <gasps> the biggest one that we knew that was going to be there i hate you for just a minute right now yeah you know it was it was super fun and again it was very exclusive it was small so right. um i think the year or two after that they had um problems with the police because there were like 800 people waiting in in the street blocking traffic trying yes. to get in so moving it to austin music hall uh is probably a necessary evil and um anyway you can rsvp and, and try to get into that it's march 15th mad betty good has luck. spoken i mean <laughs> yeah good luck. no okay so <laughs> i have seen i tried to rsvp for something last week and they were talking about the guest pass and I had to do some research to figure out, but is that, Oh yeah. I mean, local, is it? It's uh, it's a brand new thing. First year ever that they're doing it. Uh, you can go to the website to learn more. It's guestpass.sxsw.com. And it's pretty much wristbands that you can get. You don't have to give your name or anything. You can show up at any of these locations and they will give you two wristbands per one person. So you can get them at uh, Game Over Video Games, Oat Willie's, couple locations. Uh, <laughs> While you're picking up your papers. Right. Specs. Business papers. Uh, Waterloo Records, the, um, all the Whole Foods, and then other various South By locations. Uh, the Education Expo will have them. And they're going to get you into a certain few things for free. Each band has a number, so then you go ahead and register that number on the website. And um, again, this is the first year, so we'll see how it goes. But well, and you have to have one of those guest passes for the for Butler for like because they they've normally done it at Auditorium. I think Shores. even Waterloo, the Waterloo oh, party. Waterloo? I think I saw that that you have to have the guest pass for that too. So go get them; they have them now. So. That's where we saw Band of Heathens, my first ever South by. We saw Band of Heathens, and you know at, at Waterloo, every, it's all fun. Everybody big goes to Waterloo, so that yeah. that's. Kind of a tip for if you're looking for free things to do um, and you want to see some of the bigger name things, you can see almost everybody big that you want to see. And there's usually a keg. You know. Right, right. Yeah. And who doesn't who like. doesn't love Waterloo? Then you walk across right. the street to Whole Foods and get lunch or whatever. And don't those passes also are for uh, the deck on top of like that that upper deck 
where Bloggers and Bites was on top of. Uh, oh, on the roof of Whole Foods. Rooftop is having fans. Oh, I didn't know that. That's <gasps> I know something that Betty did. <laughs> I know very little, so you probably know lots I don't know. Um, I know that. Okay, so one of the things we usually do Fader Fort, and now that La Barbecue's moved to East Sixth, I'm a little yeah. stoked that like we can leave Fader Fort and go get really awesome barbecue. Oh yeah. But any other food tips? If you're not gonna do, I know there's tons of free food, but sometimes it's Taco Bell tacos from the Taco Bell stage throwing them out to you. So <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna go something. Different pro, like a paid food. If you pro tip, do not do the Taco Bell tacos that have been thrown at you. <laughs> you, know I mean? you won't make it through the rest of South Bay, apparently. If you do not want to catch your dinner out of a cannon that has been shot at you during a concert, you can go to South Bites. South Bites started last year. It's a Paul He curated food trailer park. Um, Chris and I ate, I don't know, 100 meals there last year at South by we pretty much lived at that trailer park um lots of cool Which, things happening thank in you there to the food trailers for making it okay to say I practically lived at that food that trailer park <laughs> and it not being a bad thing like I appreciate them doing that for us embrace the trailer park embrace the trailer park so last year um about 50 percent of the trailers were Austin local trailers and the other ones were from um other places, you know, Houston, I think Dallas had a couple trucks, and people came in from the middle of the country as well. This Ooh. year, it is mostly um, it is mostly Austin trucks, so I can give you the rundown of who's going to be there. This is per the South right. By website. Uh, Mrs. P's Electric Cock. <laughs> I would <laughs> say just for fun. Uh, best named food truck. Yes, yes. <laughs> Two years running. Uh, fried fried chicken. Uh, the Waffle Bus. This is a truck from Houston. I believe that they might have been there last year. I think they were. There was some kind well, of waffle representation yeah. last yeah. year, whether it was them or not. Chicken and waffles. Um, yeah, it says waffle sandwiches and sweet or savory options. Uh, Mickleweight. Craft Meats will be there representing some barbecue. This truck, I'm super excited that's coming back. Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams. If you've not had their ice cream, this is it. This is the ice cream that the food bloggers were talking about, the ice cream aficionados. This is the ice cream that came down from God. I'm so excited they're coming back. I believe they're from Ohio. Okay, so here's my thing. I can be an ice cream aficionado. That's like a thing I can be. I don't, I don't think it pays, but, but yes. Why doesn't anything I want is to be like paid? like a sommelier for ice cream? I, I think so. I know a couple people that are into ice cream that hardcore, and um, this is just the legit artisan ice cream. Uh, you can also get kombucha. Garbo's Lobster Truck mm -hmm. will be there. Um, Eastside King, of course, uh, Austin favorite. Cilantro, one of my personal favorites. Burrow Cheese Kitchen, which um, if you're looking at anybody's sandwich photos on Instagram, Burrow has probably the prettiest sandwiches in Austin, lots of grilled cheeses and things. Um, Be More Pacific has some cool <laughs> Filipino stuff. Gordo's, if uh, you haven't completely thrown yourself into hedonistic food, this is it. It's everything donuts. Uh, the Peach Tortilla, another local favorite. And... Uh, Something called 
house of card will be there. It says Ooh. it's a fully recyclable and sustainable design structure exactly. made entirely from cardboard. So let's, uh, oh, and plywood and shipping pallets. Either way, we are going to hope that it doesn't rain for oh, this place. That's a food okay, truck. So Not a food option, really. No, where did we it's have? It's a little pop-up, and they have ice cream and coffee and stuff. Oh, not wood. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're not serving pieces of wood. No, well, I don't know. It depends, <laughs> depends what you offer them. Peach tortilla yesterday, and they had like a bowl that was. You tried made, to stab me with oh it. Oh, yeah, it was made of balsa wood. Yeah. yeah. Why, a peach tortilla? Why did I stab him with a bowl? Well, he yeah, tore his bowl yeah. apart and tried to stab yeah. me with it. Because well, I was like, it's balsa wood. I just stabbed <laughs> like, well, like a regular bowl. Their ball. food is incredible. They do yes. one of uh, what I believe to be the best burgers in Austin, Japanese street food style burger. House of Card? No, 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 peach tortilla. Peach tortilla. Um, okay. Also, Food and Wine believes them to have the best sliders in the country. Per their truck? Their sliders are awesome. <laughs> uh, Mad Betty, is that is that all the one for South Bites? Yeah, that's, that's the rundown, unless anybody else comes on board between now and then, but that's who they have listed so far. We're still ahead of schedule for South By. Well, oh, absolutely. It, it's a ways off. Yeah. But Two I, weeks. I just want to mention... Uh, as a barbecue guy uh, in, in the rebirth of Austin barbecue, which is kind of making a splash all over the place that if you party on the east side, uh, east side is kind of a generic term, but it, when we specifically say east side, we mean east, east 7th, east 6th, east 5th, uh, east of 35, right? Because there is an east 6th street that's still on the west side of 35, wander down one of those streets. And, uh, you know, everyone knows about Franklin's. Uh, and Texas barbecue is definitely a thing, and it's happening right here in Austin. It's probably some of the best barbecue you're going to have in the entire world. Franklin's has hours and hours of wait, but there is a barbecue triangle that's forming. And La Barbecue is at 6th Street in Waller. Uh, you're probably going to wait a while, but they're also doing uh, pulled pork sandwiches in the evening and maybe some brisket sandwiches and things like that. So if you get hungry in the evening time, you can wander over. They're going to try to have some of that. And then over on Chavez, um, Chavez and Comal Street, kind of in that area, there's a place called Curlins. And that's kind of an up-and-comer that people don't know about as much. And I would say they make their own, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small trailer. Um, I would not put them in the same conversation as Franklin's and Law Barbecue, but I think they're right there on that nice second tier, worth trying out, and it's not that far of a walk. Matter of fact, you could take a little bus over there probably and and uh, and uh, check it out. Well, and there it's it's close to Buffalina. Their pickles, they have house made pickles that are outstanding. And when we were there, I mean it was like a Monday, and they had they had a live band there. So cool little cool little outdoor venue. They'll they'll have free beer probably. They'll have a keg of beer just like Law Barbecue does. Um, you've got to get there if they say they open at eleven. You probably should get there an hour early. Um, and both Law Barbecue and Curlin's just order anything that looks good on the menu. If you like pork, order pork. If you want beef, order beef. Everything's good. Uh, Mad Betty, one, one other thing while I've got, got control of the mic. What about wandering up, wandering up to the north on East 11th and going to see Raymond at Three Little Pigs? Your thoughts? Three Little Pigs is my personal favorite food truck in Austin. Um, it's a little off the beaten path, so if you need a little bit of fresh air away from the South by crowds, this is the place I recommend going. Raymond is an artist. He's a genius. He does things with ingredients that will be 
new to you. He's very inventive and uh, uses all local sustainable ingredients. Um, he'll work with any dietary restrictions. He'll make something on the fly for you. Really, really nice guy. Uh, he's long-term, like Austin foodie industry. Like he's been in Austin food since Moby Dick was a minnow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and Willie Nelson. This is old Austin yes. for sure. Um, and I think that uh, if you haven't, if you're local and you haven't tried Three Little Pigs, uh, shame on you. Get over there immediately. And if you're coming from out of town, this is one of the places that you want to hit that will be one of your memorable meals while you're in town. Well, and you can go into East End Wines, get a bottle of wine and some lovely little food. He's got a, like a sesame chicken that just makes me want to cry. And it's a beautiful little spot to eat. You, yeah. He has a little deck out there and, uh, you know, picnic tables, lights over your head. It's just a nice place to relax. Again, it's a little bit off the beaten path, so you shouldn't have a thousand people in line in front of you. I like to hit that place like on the way from the airport. We've picked up people from the airport before. I mean, people we know, not just random people. <laughs> and just like, that's the first place. It's like, hey, we're gonna go eat. And just boom, stop there. It is, you know, as, as fantastic as it is, I still consider it a little bit of a secret. Um, not anymore, probably. <laughs> Eric not with the one in Austin listenership. Yeah, through the roof. All between my mother and uh, and uh, yeah, our two friends. Yes. Hey, Eric and Nicole, uh, what's y'all's plans for music for South by? Let's get to specifics. What what the heck are y'all gonna okay, do? Okay. Well, oh. here's my. Oh, sorry, I jumped in first. But no, I was. I really needed to ask Mad Betty this about who because I'm looking at some of the. I really don't think I'm in the know. But I think that makes me like a lot of people in Austin who aren't here, like who aren't music industry people. Last year, we chased Macklemore around <laughs> all over South By, and that was fine. But I'm looking at the lists, and I'm not seeing names I recognize. We saw all 65 Macklemore shows last year. <laughs> and or stood in line outside. It was a personal best, so... <laughs> Uh, this year, we don't know who's really going to be there. Like, it's always the surprise people that show up. Uh, we do do the Fader Fort every year. That's a big thing. We're waiting on the RSVP to come out. Uh, <laughs> and they always have somebody big to close it out. Uh, usually P. Diddy. Historically, <laughs> <laughs> in the last few years, it's been yeah. P. Diddy. Well, let's, let's talk about Fader Fort real quick. That's on the east side over there right. in that nice oh, hub yeah. that we just talked about. Uh, East six. Just because. So, so tell us about the procedure. So you RSVP. What do you do next? You got to RSVP. You got to go pick up your wristbands, and you just wait in line a little bit. If you wait until the later days, you're fine, and you don't really have to wait. But this isn't wristband is not a thing. It's a free thing. But yeah, you have to have the fader fort wristband. But you you don't need a South by wristband. No, no. but they no. will pass you in line. No. Uh, it's a free thing. Uh, we try to stay free through South By. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not buying any wristbands. Uh, but the Fader Fort, you pick up your wristbands, and then you wait in line a little bit to get in. If you show up early, you don't have to wait in line right. at all. Uh, but so by the end of the night, especially on the last night, they're going to have a special guest. And you don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody amazing. I mean, I feel like they've done Diddy a little much lately, but <laughs> hey, it's going to be you know somebody what? Last big. time they did 
Diddy. I was actually inside Fader 4 and not outside <laughs> Fader 4. Lost. So. And Macklemore joined him on stage. Yeah. Fader 4 <laughs> is the biggest and the best of the free events. So if you only go to one thing or RSVP to one thing, put all your energy into Fader 4. Traditionally, the RSVP comes out about a week beforehand. So it hasn't happened yet. Everybody's on watch for it. Um, we'll all be tweeting like the devil yeah. as soon as it's available. <laughs> so, so, but just to clarify, uh, to Vicky's point about the wristband, it's a you RSVP, you go wait in a line to get a wristband, mm-hmm. and then once you have the wristband, then you only have to get in the line for the capacity issue. Yeah, right. you get right. to a separate line to go. Hey, come on in, or no, don't come. Yeah, in. right. And once you're in, free music. Do they have food, booze? What do they? They have, have free beer. They have usually free liquor. Uh, yeah, uh, they do yeah, like. You have to pay for your food. Uh, sometimes they have like a few free things, but they do have like food you can buy inside once you're inside, so you but don't you have to can leave. You just shove some almonds in your pocket. They have like pizzas and stuff. But. So what, what if you miss a barbecue? Oh, they're pretty diligent about checking. Do you think they're <laughs> worried about hot wings? Stuff in his purse? No, or hot guts? Yeah, they're going to check You think Eric's they're purse looking for, sure. for hot guts? No. I think they're looking for but like it's drugs close, and but not close enough that you can't <laughs> shove those hot links in your mouth and eat them while you're waiting to get in. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe not. No, I wish you we had videos. <laughs> now, I believe Fader 4 is one of the one of the best places to get some hip hop. Yes. Right, that's one yeah. of the more of a hip. Yeah, that's it's that's a classic criticism of South by is that there's not enough hip hop. Um, Chris and I are into the hip hop scene, and you know we did our one of the last many year. reasons I love you. Well, we're homies. Well, what happened to Holla? What happened to the Doritos stage? Like last year, there was a Doritos stage that had Ice Cube and LL. And I there will be something like that this year, whether or not it's going to be. I mean, I I really don't want to go to a we'll giant see. Doritos vending machine, but if I have to, I'll uh, that, that was that was that was pretty rad. That is the corporatization of South by yeah. at yeah. its finest. That you're standing in a vending machine. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I love it. I like Doritos. <laughs> and I like LL Cool J. So I have a little list of uh, musical picks. Um, Nicole, like you mentioned looking at the list and not recognizing anybody, and that is a huge part of South by. So right. many people are here to be discovered, and we don't know who they are yet. Um, if you look at the list broken down by city, um, of course, Austin, hometown advantage, uh, has the biggest representation, but um, start picking cities you like or areas of the country that you want to learn more about their bands and start looking at their bands that way. Um, so Chris and I have a little list of bands that we are hoping to check out, all new to us. We don't know the, them yet. Uh, the Defibrillators are kind of, um, I don't know, like like New York honky-tonk style. They're from New York. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, they're, they're uh, super cool. There's a band that does surf music, and sometimes they play out of a van. They're called Guantanamo Baywatch. Uh, super cool. I did see that on the worst names of South by list that somebody put out. Yeah. They're definitely on my list of uh, bands I really want to see. They seem super cool. Uh, Lily and the Parlor Tricks is a very talented girl band. Um, or girl singer, at least. I don't know. My note is girl band. Um, the parlor tricks are all male. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Chloe Howell is a British singer, very talented. Uh, we have a cat named Chloe, which is why we checked out the name <laughs> of it, and it turned out she looked pretty good. 
It's like when you buy wine because the label's cool. Right. It's like, I'm going to try this. Exactly. exactly. And that, that's what South by right. is all about, right? Uh, I think this is Meta and the Cornerstones is a reggae band. They look super rad. Yeah. Um, the Kesh Kapoor, I've written down Indian Bob Dylan. Uh, he was pretty impressive yeah. to us <laughs> as well. And uh, number one on our list from Philly, holla, hometown, holla. Low Cut Connie. If you see Low Cut Connie around, they are the tops. I've been listening to them a lot on Spotify ever since we uh, discovered them. Really fantastic. Uh, the lead singer plays the piano. Just kind of, kind of influences of David Bowie, Elton John, just kind of a throwback to a different era. Really cool. I mean, that's the great thing about South by Music. It's a, it's a time to go completely out of right. whatever you think you like in music. I, the first South by that I went to, uh, I remember we saw, like, it was a bunch of Japanese girls in bikinis playing trumpets just like, <laughs> up and down the street. And I was like, oh, hello, kitty on parade. It was, and it was awesome. And it was so, so much of it is free. Yes. And yeah, I don't know if any of those bands are Japanese girls with trumpets. But uh, we'll definitely research. That. I hope so. And yeah. we're still looking. We get we get a couple more weeks to uh, add to our list of bands that we want to see. We haven't researched yet where these people are playing or where we're going to be able to catch them. Um, we may not be able to hit everybody in the list, but it's a starting point because right. it is. Uh, Overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Yeah, very it's overwhelming. Well, and thousands one of, of unknown names. One of the parties that we RSVP'd for is going to be at, uh, it's on Wednesday, the, I believe it's the 13th. It's, it's you know, middle week. You know, I felt like good time to break up the work week, go down there. It's going to be at the Cedar Street Courtyard, and it's uh, a whole group of bands from Petaluma, California. Cool. Where Lagunitas Brewery is. And I, I think three years ago, Terry had, had found out about them coming and had interviewed. And, uh, like, the brewery owner comes, and they have, like, different bands doing different sets. And it was just a really fun time, and it's a daytime event. It's, like, noon to 530 at Cedar Street Courtyard. And... So that's that's one of the ones I immediately signed up for because we had such a great time the last time Logging Dust came in. It's a good tip. I'm going to RSVP for that. Hey Austin, this is Vicki Greer. I can be followed on Twitter at Vicki Greer. Hey Austin, this is Nicole Torres, and you can find me on Twitter at ntorres44. Hi Austin, I'm Eric Kennedy, and I can be followed at Eric Kennedy ATX. And this is Terry Greer. I can be followed on Twitter at WinInAustin. You can also send us an email at winninaustin at gmail.com. This is Jake Garcia, and I'm from Austin Sessions, and you're listening to Win in Austin. Just on the side note, Eric, Nicole, Vicky, it's nice to have you all on the mic again. I, di- I, di- I did miss podcasting a little bit. One, welcome back to the Win in Austin South by Preview 2014 podcast. And uh, I'm here with 
Vicky Greer. Vicky, why don't you get on the mic and tell us how we can find you if we're interested in following you on Twitter and stuff. On Twitter, you can find me at Vicky Greer. V-I-C-K-I-E. G-R-I-E-R. I'm hilarious. You are. And, and real quick, uh, you are been, you've been taking some improv classes at uh, Coal Town Theater? Yeah, you guys, well, uh, Eric recorded a show at Coal Town Theater, and as one of my Christmas presents, Terry got me an eight-week class. Such a hoot. Oh, How's my God. It it's fabulous. What it is so much fun. Um, I am going into week seven, so it's Ooh. it's it's in its denouement. And then you do like a big show, right? There, we're going to open for, um, on March 12th, we're opening for uh, Pearson Purcelli. So, yeah. March 4th? You know who Pearson Purcelli is? And that wonderful voice that's warm and enthusiastic would be Eric Kennedy, affectionately known as EKG on the mic in the his house. What's up, brother? Of course I know who Pierce and Paselli are. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric Kennedy, at Eric Kennedy ATX on Twitter. Nicole, it's so nice to hear you're on the mic. I love Glad hearing you in my back. headphones. You look good. You're all you're all radiant and smiling. And this is a bike ride. This is what happens if you don't shower after a bike ride. I don't, I really don't know if you smelt her hair, but her hair smells freaking fabulous. Which is good because it kind of smelled like a bike helmet. Well, that is the Win in Austin Core Crew, and uh, <laughs> the challenge. And it's good to have. We're indulging a little bit, and that's okay because that's what we can do while we have the mic rolling. Eh, maybe, maybe not. It might make the cut. But I love having you guys back on the mic. 2013 was a good year, and we're, we're hopefully hoping to do more of these kind of one-offs podcasts throughout 2014. I'm pleased also to have in the house, who is uh, uh, a beer blogger in Austin. Uh, so, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that, uh, Chris, you have a blog called crafttaste.com. Yes. So let me, let me just ask you, you, you wrote an article about South by Beer, but before we get into that... You know, craft beer is always something I've been interested in. It's uh, a hobby my father has uh, kind of instilled in me, something I've enjoyed, and Kristen, you know, kind of took the, the reins and started blogging, and I got into it. And just something I've always been interested in. And so what we're going to do in this segment, now that we get the introductions and the how-do-you-do's out of the way, uh, and we want to talk a little bit about that midweek time. You might either be wrapping up interactive and have an extra day in Austin, or you might come in an extra day early before the music kicks off. We want to talk about um, maybe a cool place that's off the beaten path to go eat, maybe some cool beer to drink, hence why we have Chris here from crafttaste.com. Uh, you know, something you might be craving that local Austin flair, and let me tell you, while Shiner is okay to drink, and you have that in your article, I don't want to, uh, spoiler alert, but we want to encourage you to drink something other than Shiner and Lone Star. Uh, and we want you to try to get some other food besides just the free stuff you get at Interactive. There's so much cool food here as well. So uh, we're going to talk a few minutes about that, about maybe some places you can just venture two blocks away from the craziness and get some cool stuff. So let's start with beer. So you're in a beer, you're, you're, in, a, you're in a bar, a venue, whatever the case may be. You walk up and you don't know what's going on. What do you, what do you order? It, it depends what you like. Uh, there are definitely some standout beers in Austin. I think if you're like into a, a light beer, the Live Oak Hefeweizen is always a good choice. Um, the craft beer industry in Austin has grown in the last three years, leaps and bounds, and we've seen a, a huge amount of uh, breweries start up. And Austin is producing some fantastic beers. So absolutely. So we got Live Oak Hefe. If you're not a Hefe fan, let's 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 knock out the sure. uh, the lager category, maybe. Lager. I really like the. Uh, 
Hops and Grain, the one they call Zoe. It's a fantastic beer. Dry hop lager, light and refreshing, uh, nice assertive hop flavor. Very yes. tasty. <laughs> Eric agrees. <We> agree. <laughs> yeah. So that one's fantastic. I mean, for maltier beers, I think, again, Hops and Grain, the, the alteration is great. Uh, the Austin Beer Works, Black Thunder. Um, it, one of my personal favorites is the 512 Pecan Porter. I'm drinking it on nitro uh, right now. It's even better on nitro. It's fantastic. Nice and silky and smooth. You know South by is going to be hot. Yes, if it's going to be hot, definitely I would stick with some more of the lighter beers. Are you sure it's going to be hot this year? Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's like I said in my Speaking post. Speaking from past experience. Yes, it's like what I said in some of my, my post. Um, March in Austin is probably like July from for a lot of the yeah. people, right. these people, yeah. it's going to be warm. Well, and people are going to be walking around a lot. Like, yeah. you don't really want, like, a big, heavy, like, rock in your stomach of beer while you're... Pecan Porter. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, it depends, you know. If you want some, you know, the hoppier beers, too, you know, Independence Stash IPA is fantastic, and Austin Beer Works Fire Eagle. So these are just to name some of the few, and I, and I cover these in my blog post. And, you know, there is there's something for everyone uh, in the Austin craft scene, for sure. Can I break my news? Yeah, go for it. I want you to... I'm going to totally project. break... Okay, so the Grackle on the east side, which I highly recommend the east side of Austin. I know Nicole's looking at me like, no, no, don't do it. Don't okay. Do it. Our readership will not float two kegs of whatever Vicky is about to announce. The Grackle uh, reserved... A couple kegs of Sputnik, and really, I'm Nicole shooting daggers at me because no, it's her favorite, and she doesn't want to share. But they, uh, the word on the street, and that street is East Sixth, is that they plan to release one of them into the wild during South by. So, absolutely. So, Chris, if if you are a listener of Winter in Austin, which I think you have been over the over the past year or so yes. you know that the winter in austin crew can survive on two beers and two beers alone Ein, einhorn, <laughs> einhorn i knew that <laughs> and then and then we wait for sputnik both happen to come out of austin beer works and yes. no, no offense to josh at hops and grains and others that are out there uh but we if we could drink einhorn year-round during the hot months and if we could drink sputnik all through the winter that's what we would do and for those who don't know the einhorn is a Ber berliner vice which is light and crisp and slightly sour and then the and absolutely delicious. It's it is absolutely delicious. It's, it's magical. And the uh, <clears throat> Sputnik is a Rico stout, they call it. It's a Russian Imperial coffee oatmeal stout, and it's it's intense. It's got a lot of nice big. flavor. Yeah, and they make it with the Cuve coffee that's made here in Austin. So. I think it's 80 we went, I think it's 80% of Nicole's bloodstream. No, like we, so we went to the brewery the last weekend. When, and that's the only thing I drink. They have, they still have it at the oh, brewery. Yeah, it's the only thing I drink. Yeah, and if they give you small pours, yeah. but then. But I would say them and the grackle are the only ones mm -hmm. that have it currently. Yeah. Because so, the grackle safe. Well, the grackle's not pouring yet. I think I think Bay here at Hopfields, by the way, which we are recording in the back room of Hopfields. Uh, speaking of places to go grab a beer, that's off the beaten path, yes. right up the drag and, and north of campus, this might be a good place to come have a beer, right? I think, um, I believe someone from the Austin Beer Guide referred to this area as the fertile beer crescent of North Austin, and I think that's a good way to describe it. Because, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way to get, you know, you have Billy's or own Burnett, you have Fine House Pizza, and of course, you know, the 
probably the most famous beer bar in all the draft house. And, and all, all on the three bus. Holler. Yeah, and they're, and they're all kind of in this neighborhood. And I, I think this is definitely a great area yeah. to kind of explore if you're from out of town. That's a very, very good point. Mm-hmm. So you have the three bus, both of your point and her point. So uh, look up the three bus, figure out how to get to the three bus, and you literally, literally can do a, a nice craft beer food uh, crawl just on the three. Cost you a couple of bucks. You come up, you take it northbound, uh, north of campus. You have hot fields. You can get off at uh, Draft House, Draft and you House. Can go to Billy's, and then mm-hmm. you go to uh, you can go to uh, Pine House Pizza. That's correct. Uh, and is there another beer Poor bar? House. Poor House, a little further down. And yeah. if you want to go check out for some history, and then Eric yelled. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Jenny's. I, I would oh, also say another little hot spot in the north part where we're staying north is North Loop. There's a bar called The Workhorse, which is a personal yeah. favorite. They're friends of the Win an Awesome podcast. Brent and Steve do uh, just, they always treat us right when we're there. They have 50 taps on the wall, which nowadays is not that many, considering you have Craft Pride and other places. But 50 is still a hell of a lot. And but a lot of local. Texas. Yeah. Largely Texas. Not that many for Austin, but we've got some bars that are competing. Yeah. For- we're getting spoiled now. Wait, I, I remember if you walked in, you had 30 taps on the wall. I was like, yeah. wow, you got 30 taps. And now it's like 50. It's like, yeah, 50, you know, it's not so bad. Man. 50 Wait, so I, you mentioned Jenny's. And so that, that brought me to Lone Star. There was something about why it's okay to drink Shiner. Well, he has Shiner on his list. Talk a little bit about because Shiner Box. And, and I'm, right? I'm curious. I'm going to press you on this because you sure. say that it's craft. I, I, I've been here since 1991. And I think when I was drinking Shiner over at Crown and Anchor when I was in school, that it was more malty, and I think it. I think in the '90s it was actually a made. It wasn't made with adjuncts. Crown and I, Anchor existed when you were in school. Yes. Do you remember <laughs> Crown and Anchor? He's not that. Have old. you ever been to the Crown and Anchor? I have been in the Crown and Anchor. I love it. Um, that's <laughs> another good place to go drink some beer. But my question is: Are you sure that it's not made with adjunct now? I don't know. I can't say that for sure. Um, I actually have not been out to Spotsil to to tour the brewery, but I know they are part of Gambrinus, which is the. They are. They own a few breweries. Um, they own a brewery, I think, up in the northwest, as well as also um, China. So they're they are. I'd say the biggest, the best thing about China is that it is prolific. It is everywhere. Even the places where you can't get good beer, your honky tonks, and um, you're less than craft if beer. If you're limited to Bud Light and Miller and they have go, shiner and bottles. They always have shiner yeah. and bottles. And you go shiner. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's when in doubt, standby. go shiner. Yeah, it's like in, yeah. in case of emergency, break glass and yeah. have a shiner. The moral of the story is if you can get anything <laughs> local other than shiner, i.e. Austin Beer Works, um, uh, Hops and Grain, five one, anything that says 512, uh, exactly. maybe Circle, I'll even throw in Thirsty Planet, Adelbert's. Independence, uh, independence, real ale, real ale. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when real ale was considered local, but then all these well, local breweries. Well, they're not in Blanco anymore. They're downtown now. But I think well, like, true? no, no, they're they're still in Blanco. <laughs> yeah, they can't move all that gear. Yeah. I was walking alone. I was scooting real slow, just dragging my feet.
from bitchbeer.org and you're listening to Win in Austin. Welcome to Win in Austin. I'm your host, Terry Greer. This is the 2014 South by Preview podcast. Uh, we are a local Austin podcast. We used to do it a lot back in 2013. And uh, yeah, we used to do this stuff a lot in 2013. And uh, it's good to have the band back together. Nicole, Eric, and Vicky are sitting to my left. And I've got Mr. and Mrs. Mad Betty to my right. <laughs> Madbetty.com, Christian Shepherd is on the mic. Say hello to the world, Christian. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So South By's coming up, and over our time of friendship and following you, I, I, I've been in Austin since 1991 and have done South By back in the 90s, a little bit in the 2000s, but it has totally transformed, in my opinion, in the past five to six years with interactive and film and this, uh, just a almost a two-week-long party, and you wrote this great article at madbetty.com, some tips and tricks, that sort of thing, and I like following you on Twitter. Uh, Are you planning on doing both interactive film and music, or do you kind of pick your spots? What's going to be your general approach for 2014 for South By? My approach for 2014 is have a good time, make the most out of South By without having a badge or a wristband. We are going to try to do it all free this year, and I'd like to encourage everybody to know that you do not need a badge to take part in South By. There are so many free events, things going on in the middle of the street, parties, satellite events, that really the locals in Austin can take part. Let's talk about free real quick. Real quick. Does free mean I just get to go in and see a band, I don't have to pay a cover charge? Does free mean that there's going to be free booze and beer? Does free mean they're going to have some food? What Flesh out free. In your mind, when you say free, what does that mean to you? All of the above, Um, the base level of free for South By is that you're not paying um, $1,000 and up for a badge to try to get in. Um, The bands especially, you can see free, the big bands, the small bands, the one-man bands, everybody's doing free things all around town, meaning not only do you not have to pay to get in, but you usually get lots of free beer too, and you really shouldn't have to pay for food during South By either. Everybody and their brothers giving freebies all throughout the city, and um, it's a great time to learn who the startups are, engage, look at the people dressed as robots, look at the pedicab drivers in costumes. Um, it really is like a big festival that you shouldn't have to spend too much on. Absolutely. I have grown to uh, embrace the interactive more, just because South By has gotten, on the music portion, gotten so hectic sometimes. and. I have been very impressed with the level, when you talk about the freebies, the level of the swag that you can get out of Interactive, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, where do you think, what part of town, if you're interested in the free Interactive, what part of town should you local, localize yourself to? You should be right in the heart of downtown for the free stuff or Interactive. Um, I don't know who specifically is going to have lounges and things this year. Last year, Blackberry had a lounge. Google had a big thing. Um, SoundCloud might have had something. Every, everybody has uh, big zones that they have. Foursquare had an area. All of these companies will stake out some territory, and they're usually hosting a night or a happy hour or something where you can come in, maybe speak to somebody who works or is representing the company. 
Um, there's people trying to get you to download apps and things. So you may be into that. You may be on the cutting edge of the hottest new app, or you may be just downloading another little app that's going to become nothing, but it's all about um, innovation and adventure. One of the things that Vicki and I have latched onto, and this will probably be our fourth time, we go on Thursday night, which is kind of right before the kickoff of South by Interactive. And, it's and called that's the 6th. The 6th, March 6th. It's called the uh, Austin Startup Pub Crawl. I don't know if they even have the word pub in there. Startup Crawl. Startup, Startup crawl. crawl, yeah. So, Love, you pub want to tell is, us a little bit about, about that? inferred, implied, whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I forget why we started doing because Interactive has never been my thing. I was like, okay, well, you know, Ter that's more Terry's end of the world. But he's like, hey, there's a crawl and you go drink. And I'm like, that's for me. Um, and it usually starts at Capital Factory in the Omni. But what we've learned is everybody and their brother starts off at Capital Factory, but you don't really have to do that. You RSVP, they send you a map, and uh, we went, they do it twice a year. They do one right around ACL, and then they do the South By one. And all the, you know, all the startups and all the groovy places, like they just, they want to get people in the door. So they usually have food and drink and it's a lot of fun. I know Black Locust was a great party last year. Um, yep. So some, some, not to interject love, but some do it with, they, they dole out the one little ticket. You'll, you'll quickly figure out which places are the hot places because there are a lot of people there and they're usually maybe somewhat of a wait. But I would recommend not going to Capital Factory and finding a, you know, start hitting a couple along Congress because Kristen, this one time, there was keg of Fire Eagle. They had it all catered by, I think, uh, two different two different local restaurants. Wow. I mean, it, it was, they, had, they had a bartender pouring just whatever you wanted, you know, two bartenders actually. Um, there's some like that, and then there's others where it's like, here's your two drink tickets, and everyone's standing up against the wall. There's no music playing. <laughs> there's You're a bag like of Fritos <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I RSVP'd for the event, and then I immediately asked for Friday off. Because oh, you smart. are not going to work Friday. <laughs> you may think you're going to work, but you're not going to work Friday. Now, will you be combining it with Bash this year, big-ass social happy hour? Well, we did that one year, and that's when I learned about having to take a vacation day. Yeah, because I think you were at that bash. It was. And that was I fun. I don't know if we will or not. It's the biggest bash of the year, so yeah. it's a good introductory bash for people to go to because um, not only are lots of Austinites there, but there are a lot of out-of-town people. And will that be at Brew Exchange as well? Yes, it's at Brew Exchange. Nicole, Eric, uh, get you all on the mic. Thank you all for being out tonight, this evening. Um, I know we did bash last year. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty cool event, um, but I don't know. I can't take Friday off, so. So interactive, uh, Eric, uh, you're you're my hookup to to register at Fader Fort. Are you going to help me out again this year? That we're jumping ahead of ourselves, but are, yeah, are you going to do that for me? It's not interactive though. I know, I know, but uh, I just I'm just why I've got it on my mind. More of a music thing. But you're gonna so. you're gonna get me an RSVP. <laughs> oh yeah, right. uh, I've got I getting every text the fader texts out good good for okay. like the past we'll, we'll yeah, take we'll come on my phone uh it's annoying but <laughs> eventually i will get those prized fader fort passes for all of my friends cool. I, I like the rsvp everyone i love it yeah. so keep me on the list we'll table that for later in the show uh but interactive do you do anything for interactive or do you think it's uh not your thing what's interactive Again. <laughs> I think that's a no. Uh, you went I to know bash. Michael Dell is speaking. Well, I, I think interactive. 
I won't be attending. It's more, I think, uh, Kristen, back me up on this. I think interactive is more badge driven because there's a lot of speakers and panels and, you know, but I agree with you. I mean, you could just literally, you don't have to really plan much in my opinion. Like on the music side, you have to plan maybe a little bit more, but you can just take a bus or drive into downtown. I'd recommend taking the bus or the train and you can just wander the streets and people will be like, hey, come in here, come in here, download our app and get two free drink tickets. It's literally just like that. It is. It's such a fun time to be in Austin. Um, interactive, especially people are walking around with uh, nice clothing on, the button downs and everything. It is a noticeable shift between interactive and music. I think they are both great for people watching. You see the city get progressively dirtier throughout the week. So if you are looking for the best side of Austin, you want to show up for interactive. Do you have to dress up? You do not. I will not be wearing a button down. But but you do you do get more people walking around looking at their phones. They're a little bit more sharply dressed. Um, the events, therefore, generally have a higher classiness to them. Uh, I like to go. There's a journalist party uh, that's at the Palm Door on Saturday at five o'clock. Uh, a lot of NPR people show up to that. Uh, there's a whole host of people, and, and it's called the Hack. Uh, so if you're kind of a journalist, blogger, or whatever, but they put out a spread of food, like, like I'm talking, you know, beautiful meats, you know, a lot of fresh vegetables, you know, steamed asparagus, whatever, uh, and then open Terry bar. really likes asparagus. I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just saying. Steamed asparagus. I'm just Who's saying. Who's got the best asparagus, asparagus for South By? You had the asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> there are just times when you go to these things, and you all know, where you wind up getting some stale burrito that's Rubber been sitting, chicken. you know, or whatever. And, and you know, this, this, they do it a fright. Terry and I were down for interactive one Saturday, and we're kind of, it's kind of rainy, and we're just tooling around town, and just you made me think of it when you said, you know, people at the door bringing you in. We wind up at this, this Linux, like it's like a hacker's thing. And so you go in there and you, you show your hacker skills, of which I have none. <laughs> <laughs> but like we went up with a t-shirt and a drink and I think I changed every You still wear that shirt. On. I do. It, it has a freaking penguin with a cowboy hat on it. So if you can imagine, it was a web-based thing. It's like, what's your name? What's your email address? What's this? What's that? Okay. You had to do all that to get in. And then it just went to a command line. We blew the And curve. it was like, they were like, go, go, because it's a time test. And I was like, I haven't seen a command line since like DOS or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to do. I was like, I sat uh, there just laughing. It was at the Dirty Dog or the... Yeah. We, we did poorly, but I did get a shirt and a free drink. So, yay me, I win. Last pro tip on interactive, unless, you know, we, we, can, we can kind of move it along. But, um, and this is for general, uh, is if there's a waiting list on Eventbrite or Eventbrite or whatever the hell that little site's called. Yeah, Eventbrite. Do it because they have a way, of, and, and install the app on your phone because they have a way, the, the uh, organizers, if they're not getting enough people into their event at that moment in time, they can ping and release new invites and your phone will, will push message notification you and say, hey, you've now received your ticket and you can literally, we were hanging out two doors down from Parkside and, and uh, this, this event called House Party had rented the entire, they had a band playing Parkside food and Parkside's pretty good food. Yeah. They had, they were, it wasn't open bar. Margaritas of death. Margaritas, <laughs> beer, and, and, and they had a white, red and a white wine that was really good and we set up there. And I mean, that was like talking about the lounge. I mean, it was like, oh, we're You're on the side. balcony overlooking the street, and it was all because Terry's butt vibrated. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and we were there. So, you know, just a little tip out there to if it says waiting list, go ahead and click it if you're really interested in the event. Go ahead and click it because you never know. Right. Another pro tip sounds simple, but it means everything. Show up early. Mm -hmm. You don't want to wait in line. Be there when it opens. Um, 
I recommend that across the board for any event at all. If you really, really want to get into it, show up early and you will get in. The RSVP list is not a guarantee. You may be RSVP'd, but a lot of these places hit capacity pretty early. So check out your watch, plan accordingly. And, um, you know, if you don't get in somewhere, hoof it somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same goes for public transportation, too, yeah. because if you don't... If you don't get on a bus or a train and get there, they start filling up. And people like me that live out in the sticks, we get first come, first serve because we're going to have a seat. I've seen them go through campus just passing up people because the buses are full. Can you give me some bus tips? I believe uh, Chris and I will be taking the bus for the first time ever this year. Well, I'm, you know, I'm actually kind of, because they've just rolled out the, the rapid buses, which are the, the long red buses that you've seen. And those are supposed to be an every 15-minute thing. Um, so I think that may help it because buses like the three that stop more frequently, uh, those are the ones I remember filling up in the past. Okay. And uh, so hopefully the rapid's going to be a, a, be a good call for that. But um, the, what the main thing I'd recommend is downloading like Red Laser or one of the barcode readers on your phone because that way when you're at the bus stop, they have a the Q, QR code. That's yeah. the one, Nicole. Uh, the QR code, and you can just scan it, and it's going to tell you when the next bus is coming and, and help you with that. So every bus stop has a stop ID, and that's very critical because when you walk up, you can either QR scan it, or if you download the Cap Metro app, uh, both for Android and for uh, iTunes or for Apple. Uh, it'll say next bus, and you click that, and you type in the stop ID, and then it'll tell you, oh, do you want to ride the 3, the 338, the, it'll list all the buses that come through that area, okay. and you click that bus, and it says next bus, you know, 505, or, or in 10 minutes, or whatever, and you can figure out when your next bus is going to show up. Another good fallback is car to go so if you have a car to go card, that way you can, you can find wherever the nearest car to go is on your phone, and because of the, the deal they have with the city, you don't pay to park, so you can find like an awesome, you know, metered parking spot and just park and get out of your little car to go and log out, and you're scot free. So that's kind of cool. Let's let's go back to the app just for a second. The other cool thing about the app is you can actually purchase tickets. You can actually purchase your bus ticket on the phone via a credit card, so that when you walk on the bus, you just show you them your phone. You did that when we went to Chavez, yeah. right? Yeah. So right. it'll make it easier because bus fare is if you're on the regular bus is two dollars for an all day pass, or you've got a $4 pass or $4.50. I don't have the exact numbers. And then if you ride the train, it's $5.50. And sometimes it's a pain in the neck to have, you know, running dollar bills through a little feeder when you can just bump it on your phone and show them. Now, if you don't have the app and you don't have dollar bills, can you use your debit card to ride the bus? Negative. Okay. You need cash when you walk in the door. Need or you can cash. feed it full of quarters if you got quarters. But basically, it costs, um, you need You, need you could buy a pass at the train station. No, they did away with that. Oh, did they? Well, you can buy a you can buy a commuter rail, and you have to pay the full five fifty. But if you just want to ride the bus, they did away with all of that. You can only buy a train ticket, which is good for every service because that's the highest dollar. Chris, does the bus accept Bitcoin? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> it does. It, for interactive, they should, handlebar right? They should. Does. They, they should. Yes, handlebar does. <laughs> so here's my question about the rapid. Are they now? I think I saw a tweet from Cat Metro this week that said that now they're online, like their schedules where you can see their schedule and when the next bus is coming. Because I remember you were complaining about that when we went downtown that time. That's that's a rabbit hole 
It's not fully published. So in other words, every other bus schedule, I can sit at my home and I can pull up the number three right. and go, hey, well, it runs by this, you know, 35th and Lamar uh, at 8.05, you know, 8.35, uh, 8.59. And, you know, I can, and so I'm like, oh, I'm going to show up there. The rapid, they just tell you it's running every 15 minutes, right. which I think is, I call BS because if it's 10 minutes late or 15 minutes late, they're like, oh, you're, the most you're ever going to wait is 15 minutes. But the point is, if you show up one minute past the other bus is leaving. you got 14 minutes at least. Please yes. don't edit any of this out. <laughs> Why is not? This, is, is this, this pure this, gold? Is this gold? <laughs> <laughs> Eric's like, oh, dear God, this is boring. Well, you never buy a ticket anyway. You're like the cat metro cheater. They're going to catch not. you. not. We buy tickets because I'm very nervous. Sometimes I'm a rule follower. Shady. Now that they've changed things. Go ahead, Kristen. Can you buy a week pass? You can, and that's probably the most economical value. If you're going to ride the bus more than four times, four times is the magic number, then you get a seven-day pass, and that way you're actually saving money. On the fifth time, you'll actually be saving money. And can you just take it around all day, unlimited? Unlimited. Yes. Unlimited. You can ride. My recommendation, a, a, a commuter pass is $22, and if you happen to be up on the red line, if you're staying in North Austin, you can go to... Uh, the Kramer Station or, or Howard, if you're way up at North, if that's the only hotel you can find, you can take the red line in and then you've got a bus pass to ride any kind of bus and any kind of train that they have anywhere in the city. All right. 20, 22 bucks for seven days. There is a subculture of humor on Twitter called bus humor. And uh, so if you want to follow some Call of those people. Call that by Terry. <laughs> Huh? A term that he created and will be offended if anybody uses without giving credit to him. That's correct. Bus humor. There is Terry Mark. Uh, so at the three bus, uh, at daily bus rider is our other favorite. Uh, and then at bus 323, they're kind of friends too. They're kind of friendly. Where does that bus even run? We're gonna, it goes, I didn't know there was a 323. It goes back and forth to Walmart. We're going to do a bus. <laughs> Don't they all go back and forth Walmart. to Walmart? <laughs> Just, Just kidding. Walmart. Walmart.